Hello and welcome to another episode of the Probe Dental Podcast with me, James Cook. Today I'm speaking with Grant Macquery. You may know him as the Dental Business Mentor. Grant's made a career out of turning squats into sellable dental practices. So we discuss how at first he didn't have a clue how to run a business when he started out, but how he gained that knowledge, how marketing has played a role in getting to where he is today and how it plays a role in every day, what excites him so much about marketing, what his proudest moments have been, uh, and also his failures as well. Most entrepreneurs say that they learn a lot from the times where they haven't succeeded. This has at times been Grant's experience, as it would have done for many of you. So he provides a little bit of encouragement there, along with a ghost story or two. So without further ado, let's get to it. My conversation with Grant Macquarie. So Grant, you're um, your dental business mentor, but you've previously said that you didn't have a clue how to run a business when you started out. How did you first get the idea to turn a squat into a sellable practice? Can you tell us that story? Um, I think that it was it was one of those things that um, I never thought about selling any of my businesses. To be honest, um, it, I just you know I enjoyed the enjoyed the journey, and, and you've got to really enjoy the journey to, to 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 have a sellable product. So I think if you've got your eyes on the end game at the beginning, I think it's it's it, it's a recipe for disaster. I think you've just got to enjoy the journey in any business. I don't think that Richard Branson or any of the big players ever thought about selling at the end of the day. They just enjoyed what they were doing, building, developing, and sort of building relationships, you know. So I never, ever thought about, you know, shall I sell, shall I, you know, shall I make a killing at the end of the day, or all bit at the end, it was great, but they were all last-minute decisions. You know, I only thought eight, eight, weeks, eight weeks ago about selling my present business, and eight weeks later it was, it was completed. So it was a, a quite a quick, quick procedure, and the one before that, Again, it was relatively quick. It took about four to five months. So, yeah, I've, I've never really thought about it in the sense that I'm going to build this to sell it. I've just enjoyed the journey. I think it's, it's a certain kind of person. You mentioned Richard Branson. Obviously, him and Jeff Bezos, when we're recording this, have just been into space. So it, it kind of feels like they always have to have something on the go. And it's it's kind of it's not long-term plans. But like you say, it's, it's enjoying the journey while you're on it. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I certainly wouldn't compare myself to those guys. But, you know, I do I do think that, you have to enjoy what you're doing to be good at good at it, and if you're good at it, you'll have something to sell at the end of the day. Um, but just don't don't rush and don't you know don't think too far ahead. You've just got to support and develop what you're doing at the present time, and then decide later. I suppose I've always flown by the seas of my pants. I thought, right, what should we do now? And, and I suppose that's how I've how I've always um, developed my businesses. So you meant, you talk about it being you know um, having to enjoy what you do. That that that's what makes you good at it. Would you say passion is the kind of driving force then? I think passion is the only thing that we we can do. Whether it's, um, I mean, we have only five passions: to a passion to learn, to feel, to bond, to defend, and to acquire. They're the five passions that we all have, and it depends which passion you've got there, and, and whether you can tune into it or not. You know, I mean, I have a passion to acquire, which which has to be balanced really, because it's not always about money. But I like to build things. But you know, that's also um, uh, coupled with the balance to bond and to feel. So we all have a passion. You've just got to find find out where it is. I mean, I couldn't. Ha- I do not have a passion to learn. I mean, I could not go and do another degree. I can't. You know, I wouldn't even like to do another exam. But you know, if you you have got that passion and you're a specialist, you, you know, that's what you should be tuning into that passion to learn. You know, so we all have one of those, one or two of those passions, and they all intermingle with each other. You just got to find the one which is your dominant passion, I suppose. Right. Okay. So I think mean, going back, you so you you turned a squat into a into a dental practice is that right 
Five times, yeah. Five times? Yeah. yeah. So I, I also built a squat practice um, in chiropathy or podiatry because I did podiatry first. But I built a squat podiatry practice to help pay my way through dentistry as well. Right, okay. So how do you go about finding these squats? Are they just kind of in your local area? Um... No, I mean, I don't know why it's called squat, really. I always think it's because we have to squat on our ass waiting for the first patients to come in. But <laughs> I don't know why it's called squat. But um, no, I just, it's just, I, you know, I, you look for a good location. Um, and then when you find a location, um, you know, that was it. To do some marketing advertising. And then, you know, I started throwing dentists in. I remember the first one I started must have been about six months out of um, university. And um, I didn't have a clue, you know, and I just about bought a five-bedroom house and then I bought another five-bedroom house and I sort of started filling it with dentists. I didn't have a clue. I probably still don't. <laughs> do, you still, do you still practice as well? Do you, do you practice in your... Do well, you, uh, you talk about dentistry, filling your... I do. I do still practice dentistry. And I suppose friends and family, I practice properly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I still practice dentistry. Oh, fantastic. Do, do, do you... Um, uh, I say, do, do you kind of work in, in the businesses that you go on to sell then as well or do you, do you have some I, um, I didn't before um the, I, I sold one to um idh a few years ago and um i gave my notice in on the same day that i sold so i didn't stay there very long but now i'm i'm, I'm i've sold to portman and i've i've, I've stayed i'm working there now I'm, i'll be working there until well if all goes well for till i retire really um i don't i don't think that i want to set up another sport practice i'll help people do it um, and I've got courses that show people how to do it. So I prefer to support a dentist than sit sit at the you know sit at the cold face or whatever the expression is. You know, I prefer to help a dentist to, to support them to do it rather than doing it myself. I, I don't really more sleepless nights shaking in bed and having to visit a therapist wondering why the hell I'm setting up another squat practice. I think I think my squat days are over. But yeah, I so dentistry wise, yeah, it's great because I'm able to to, to do the dent some bit of dentistry I like. You know, I do a lot of Invisalign, so I'm a diamond provider for that. So yeah, it's good. The, the company that bought it from me, Portman, they they seem like a nice family um, outfit, and they're supportive. So it's it's great, really. I get to go to work still, and I don't have the worries that I had before. Brilliant, fantastic. So this is where you're now the dental um, business mentor. Then, so you're you're kind of mentoring other people to do what you've done. Yeah, exactly. So I started a, a, a group, a Facebook group, probably about four years ago, the Dental Business and Marketing Group. And there's what five and a half thousand dentists on there now, and you know there's a lot of free information, and um, yeah, it just it just went from there. Really, people started asking questions. We give free advice out, and you know the more free advice you give out, and the more open you are with people, the more people will come looking for you. And so I started doing um, online courses during lockdown, um, helping people one to one, just you know simply just showing you know people where locations are for dental practices so they'd come online and i'd go look, let's get google earth out together and i'd go down the streets and go look that that is all terrible location i mean you know there's rookie mistakes like um you know beautiful buildings but locations aren't quite so good so you may be on the second first or second floor um it may be a new it may be a new development so you're going to live in a building site for 12 months all these things you're putting you know it's basic stuff like you know you don't want to put anything or a barrier between you and your customer coming through the door and, you know, Google Earth can give me all that information to be able to say, look, what's the point in going and putting a barrier in between you and your customer, no matter what that barrier is, and then you'll be putting your marketing budget up by 50 grand a year. You know, just little things like that. And, and you know, I, I started doing that on um, during lockdown and now I'm doing courses and stuff, and which is lovely. You know, we've got that one-to-one back again. So, you know, yeah, we've got a, a squat um, course coming up in November, and that's fully booked. So, you know, it's really good. It's, it's people are needing that bit of advice, I think, from someone who's done it, 
rather than someone who's read it from a book. Um, and I think that's that. I think that's what the, the profession is needing. And I think I'm just lucky that I managed to sort of slot in at the right time in, 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 into the profession. So yeah, I'm loving it. It's brilliant. Fantastic. You mentioned marketing. How's that played a role in your career and in, in getting you to where you are now? Do you know, we market every day, don't we? I mean, you market, I market. It doesn't matter what we're marketing. You know, you want to get lucky with your wife, or you want to you want to get your kids to do your homework. You know, you're, you're marketing all the time. You're selling yourself. You've got to you've got to sell yourself in, in everything. So you know, if you're if you're trying to build a practice, you've got to market and advertise. One is just a vehicle for the other one. So one's the vehicle to show what you do, and if you can't market and advertise, then your, your business is going to go down the pan. And you know, you have a lot of people who go will say to me, "Well, I don't need to market and advertise." But I, I think, well, yeah, of course you do. You market and advertise yourself every day. You know, you, you, your patients are coming through because you're doing your marketing and advertising. It may not be the sort of traditional way you market and advertise, but it's certainly mark, you know, marketing and advertising. It's, it's the way you present yourself. It's the way you, you talk. It's the way you, you bond with people. That, that's all mark. So, you know, in response to that, it's, it's, it's everything. It's been the entire journey has been about marketing and advertising. And, you know, so I went from, um, went all the way back in, gosh, 1992, when I started my property squat, that was very traditional marketing. So it'd be, you know, in, in local newspapers, I'd put the adverts in upside down and all that sort of stuff to, to, to stand out. So now um, I've had to learn about all about the social media, SEO, landing pages and, and all that sort of stuff. So I just it's just it's just learning as we go along. And now Clubhouse has come along. My God, I don't know, that's an irritation that is Clubhouse. But it's something that I thought would, would be. So I started learning about that. But, um, you know, I predicted it wouldn't go anywhere and I still think it won't. And it's it's now, you know, coming out the other side is not being effective for, for, for dentists. But, you know, it's, yeah, so marketing and advertising is something that, you know, it's, it's been my, part of my whole life. Excellent. I like the idea of, you say you put adverts in newspapers upside down. I guess that draws the eye and people, oh, what's this? Turn it around. Yeah, well, they turn it around. Yours is the only one the right way around, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, it always worked. You know, it was very effective uh, the form of marketing. But, you know, I've done done all sorts i've had tigers running around in my waiting room baby tigers you know all sorts of stuff going on just to get in the paper you know right okay that sounds good so i mean what what excites you so much about marketing um i have changing hearts and minds isn't it it's changing it's, it's influencing people it's seeing how what you can put out there to to make to move people's emotions to to make them come through the door and to to, to it's, it's it's an art and i think that's 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 the art in art artistic side can't draw a bloody picture but i can do an advert i, can, I know what I, I have a feeling of what moves people and i think that's what that's what's um that's what's influenced me or, or make me enjoy the that part of marketing and advertising is it is it more so you, you say about moving people but how, how much of it would you say is a balance between you know kind of having that long lasting um i don't know memory uh, and, and drawing attention in the first place. Is there a balance between those two things? Can they be one in the same? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, I, I think there's almost a drip feed. I, I, I think there's all, all different types of marketing, isn't there? I think that, you know, you can get a drip feed type of marketing um, that you just put it out. You're putting your brand out. You're putting before and after photos out. You're just almost getting everybody to know you've got a brand. And you've also got that explosive marketing, you know, like Avis. It, well, for 50 years, they put out, you know, we're, we're, we're second best, so we have to try harder. Now, that was a drip feed, but that it, that was an explosive bit of marketing, but that ended up being a drip feed because that went on for about 20 or 30 years that night. You know, we're second best, so we have to try hard, which is genius. So I think, yes, there is a type of drip feed type of marketing, which is like a brand awareness type approach. And there's that explosive type 
type of marketing, get in here now, open day, here's the reductions, come on in, we're brilliant, we're the best, we're better than the competitors. So, and they can merge. I think you're very, you're right, they can merge into, into the two. So I think, yeah, a bit of, bit of two differences, but they can merge. Right, fantastic. So um, what have been the, are there any kind of, I guess, like failures that you've experienced? Um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs say they learn from times where they haven't succeeded. Um, have you have you had any experiences like that? And uh... I think I've had more failures than I have successes. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! I mean, you know, I, I remember. Oh gosh, some of them are quite embarrassing. I remember we had a we had um I bought a house in in Plimpton and it was it was haunted. It was supposed to be haunted, and uh, you know when, and it what and it had burnt. Some of it burned down, and, it, and you know, every night the last nurse would always hear me screaming in, in, in part of the property because it was a big old, you know, the 10 surgery super squat. And I remember I thought, right, what am I going to do? Let's get let's get in the press. I mean, I try to do everything in the press. So I got a priest round to do an exorcist, and it all just went horribly wrong. It was just one of those things I thought, God, I should I shouldn't have done that. But you know, it, it, the ghost didn't go either. I sold I sold the practice at the end, but you know, this I've invented impression trays that are expandable. Um, and I've still got that. I've still got this impression tray that expands and contracts. And I thought, well, it would be a really good thing. You don't have to have different sizes of impression trays. So, and that didn't go anywhere. I mean, I tried a recruitment consultant business. Um, and, you know, I, just, I don't care if something doesn't work. I just get excited about giving it a, giving it a whirl. And, you know, it's, it's the dog. So what? You know, so loads and loads of stuff I've, I've tried. Um, you know, it's, you just got to find the advantage. I set up a squat that was so busy. But I was getting so knackered that I thought, I've got to do something. So, you know, I, I amalgamated them all into one practice. So it wasn't a failure. It was just a, right, this isn't working, and we've got to find a way to, to, to turn it into a positive. So they're never failures. I just I probably think it's, it's, it's more of uh, maybe an experience and not a failure. But a lot of things haven't worked the way I thought they might. I want to look back and think, well, God, thank God they didn't work. You know, so I think it's like getting, buying a house, isn't it? You, sometimes you look for that house and it doesn't work out and you think, down at the time and it's devastating at the time but always six months to a year later you look back and you're in a better house or a different house and you think thank god that didn't work and i think i look back on the experiences that didn't work or the failures as, as you're talking about and i always think well thank goodness that didn't work because it could have spun me off in, in a totally different direction that, that i am in now or sitting talking to you you know that's it they say if you don't if you're, not, you're too scared to kind of confront potential failure you're never going to succeed in the first place anyway are you so, no, exactly no um, exactly I do have to go back to the ghosts, though, because I know people listening are going to be thinking, "What?" So the ghost didn't go. So this was real. No, absolutely. What What happened was I bought a five bedroom house on, on the main street, and I filled that with dentists. I thought, right, I need, I'm going to do it again. So I bought another five bedroom house and attached the two houses together. Then the second house that I bought had burned down. So when I bought the house and we were renovating it, they said, "Oh, look, you know, I was going to put a heavy chair in the second surgery." And they said, I'm sorry, you're going to have to um, take up all the floorboards, put the new joists in. I was like, oh, what a rip-off. It was just the, I thought it was the builders pulling a fast one. So he said, no, it's burnt. all this is burned down. And it was all crisp, part of the, the – thank goodness they told me. So it was all crisp crisp through. So they had to take all the joists down. And as as the last nurse – and so they did it. They developed the practice. They built it. And as the, the, the last um, uh, surgery was put in, when the last nurse left, they always heard screaming. And I thought, oh, what a load of rubbish. And, and I don't know whether you know anything about SOE. It's, the, it's one of the, 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 the passwords on the computer. And um, there is a help, help button. 
and the help help button would go off in the day and no one would press it. And the help help is just a button that you would use to leg it to a surgery in case the patient is either dying or, or, or being abusive. And it used to go off in the day. And so someone was pressing help help. So I thought, right, I'm going to get a priest in to do an exorcism on this ghost. And uh, I thought it would be a really good, good marketing spin. But it ended up the girls at the work were, were laughed at me. No one wanted to pick up the story. I just, I just looked like I got egg on my face. But in the end, the ghost didn't go. We didn't, we didn't get, I don't think he. I, I didn't think I asked the priest back to do the exorcism. But it was yeah, it was it was a scary time. It was a really really eerie part of the building, and I dream about it still. It's funny, and it was a really eerie eerie part. It was a really eerie part of the practice. Um, and then we found out actually, yeah, someone you know a, a, a fire had happened. And someone had died in there. So and I'm not a ghosty believing ghosty person, but yeah, it was definitely it was de- had some strange goings on in that place. <laughs> wow. strange. The help, help button. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. It was so weird, and we, we got help, help, and everyone would run to the room, and they would go, "What are you doing?" And they'd say, "Well, we've just had help, help from you." And um, it was weird. It was it was a weird time, you know. It was weird. And I just you know then I solved it. So I thought, well. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave the ghosts there. No, no ghost has come with me. It's not been like well, an entity when they follow you around. My gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Very strange. So, what have been the um, proudest moments of your career? I think that when um, uh, my parents sent me a letter saying doctor when I passed my dentistry, because, you know, I, I absolutely nearly got floored passing dentistry I think because I was always no good at school I, I you know whether I didn't work or whether I didn't it, I didn't tune into the right academia at the right time um you know I ended up having two A levels two A levels and so I think that when I got my my dentistry and we were called doctor um I thought that that was probably one of the most proudest moments and I think the second one would be just me people people wanting to come and listen to me talk you know and people like yourself, you know, the probe asking me to, you know, to do this. I mean, it's quite, a, quite, a, it's a proud moments, you know, because you know, it's people wanting to hear what you've got to say, and I, th- I, and I think there's nothing better, not a better feeling in the world, to be honest. It's interesting. You talk about kind of school and and that sort of thing, but obviously now, I mean, you've you've built quite a lot. I mean, you even mentioned a recruitment business earlier as well. So obviously, you're, you're dabbling in different things. So at the end of the day, I guess, does it just come down to kind of hard work, that that work ethic? Um, I, do you know, someone, people have asked me that before, and whether it's, um, you know, building courses, whether it's building businesses um, um, and relationships, whatever, I think the most important part of it is to be able to come outside yourself and go into the other person and look back. And if you can do that, anything's possible, anything's achievable, you know. Um, and, and if you can, if you can, if you, if you can understand what that other person is wanting, so if they're coming to you for a smile makeover, you need to know what, what the weaknesses are, why they want it, you know, what the reason for it. And if you, if you can, if you can, and I've, I have had that gift, whether it's from selling golf balls as a kid, I used to be able to find golf balls and sell them to the rich Americans. I knew that if I walked along with a limp and dirty clothes, they'd think that I was broke and injured. So they'd give me more money. And I used to be able to, um, a bit unethical, but I was only 11 at the time. So, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be able to get the Americans to argue with each other and barter with each other and have a banter. So it's just, I think it's just, I, I, the, the one thing I do have is the ability to be able to, to, to see and feel what other people are, are seeing and feeling when they're looking back at me. Um, that's probably a psychological issue, which I need to sort out, but it's always benefited me. But I could never, but, you know, pen, pen to paper as a kid, it just, I just didn't get it, you know. And it's such a shame that we, we, we grade our children at an age where they're having a bloody clue and, and half of them don't even want to learn. 
and I think it's it's an, in in a way it's quite, it's a bit of an unfair system. So school hopeless, but I, I could always you know I could always make a business work. Um, and as a kid, probably a few unethical businesses I set up, but we won't talk about them. But that was me as, as a kid, so I, I you know I won't go into that. So you know I just I just had I think that was that was the biggest thing for me is to be able to go outside. And do you know what? I would love to have started again in London because I you know I'm been down in Exeter, Devon, Plymouth, Penzance. These aren't massive areas, of, you know, business areas, but great ways of life. But if, you know, I'd have loved to have had the chance in London and, and, and gone for it there. And I'd have done it slightly differently, but, you know, I think that that would have been, you know, I'd have been in a different place again, but maybe not such a happy place. I'm just curious as well. So you're, you're still practising as a dentist. Yes. You are the dental business mentor. And you, I feel like you've got your fingers in other pies still, potentially at the moment. When, when do you find time to sleep? Do you know what? I, I, I think I don't know actually. No, I usually just I manage to switch off at about seven. The phone goes down and and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I've got, I do have a few businesses going. But you know, I find that I've got the right people to, to help me. I mean, I've got some great sponsors. Um, I, I've got um, Derek who, who does my Facebook. I've got Richard who's doing my SEO. So I've got you know Min who does all my 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 bot stuff. And you know, I've got people who are working on my 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 websites. Donald does my marketing. And so I've got a lot of people help me on the side so I can just get an email and go off you go I mean you know things like testimonials are important I've got a guy in Canada called Dean he does all that so it's it's really I think it's really important to be able to get the right people who are really really good and do you know what who you can trust so you can go right can you do this for me and now do you know what I've got Portman I've got Portman to be able to go look this is what I want um can you help me with it and and that's the clinical side so I think you just delegation is so important I think as I got older I'm not such a control freak so I can then you know delegate to other people oh fantastic so where can people find you at the moment and um, what you know obviously dental business mentor where, where can people find more information about yeah. that dental business mentor.co.uk um i'm on facebook i'm on the, the dental marketing business um dental business and marketing group on facebook they can join that for free um and instagram just the normal just the normal um just the normal stuff and just googling grant mackery m-c-a-r-e-e you know it's it's uh, it's you should be able to find me. If not, my marketing is absolutely dire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. If I can't market, if I can't market myself, that's really bad, isn't it? <laughs> I can confirm. I did Google your name, and uh, it did come up with you. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's fortunate. Do you know what? When I, before I started this journey out, I've got an older brother, and he, he's an accountant, and he works over in Saudi. And um, it was when Googling first started. I, I can never, I'll never forget it. I used to get well annoyed because he's my older brother, and that's one thing. And uh, I used to Google Grant Mackery, and it brought my brother up because he used to work up at Grant Thornton. Uh, uh, he's, he's, and I'm like, what? You know, he's above me. I've got my name in. He's above me always. You know, <laughs> I thought, how annoying. But yeah, no, if you, if you Google me, there's enough information there now. Fantastic. Well, we'll stick some links in the uh, episode description as well. But no, Grant, thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure.